Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I am your host, Precious D, and today I am all by myself. So I want to thank everyone who's been helping me out all month long on this journey through horror. All my guest hosts, my friends and family who have joined me talking about these various movies. There will be more guests to come in the coming weeks. But today I am going to be talking very briefly about Werewolves Within. It's a new movie, just came out this year. So I'm going to be spoiling it for you. Turn off now if you haven't seen it. Or if you don't want it spoiled. You can buy it or rent it on Vudu or Amazon Prime or various places like that. It is not currently streaming on any place like Netflix or HBO, though I'm sure it will be before too long. It's color, of course, and it is 97 minutes long. The budget was $6.5 million. The box office was $941,071. It didn't have a very wide theatrical release, and uh, I, but it's very good, and I think it'll probably make up that deficit in rentals and purchases over time. It's based on an Ubisoft game of the same name, but the game is set in a medieval town, and this is not. It's set in a modern town, the fictional town of Beaverfield. It was filmed in the Hudson Valley area in New York, so I assume that is where Beaverfield is meant to be set. And since I'm just here talking to myself, I'm just going to read the plot from Wikipedia to give you an overview of the film. Forest Ranger Finn Wheeler is assigned to cover Beaverfield, a small town where the residents are divided over a pipeline proposed by businessman Sam Parker. Upon arriving, Finn befriends mail carrier Cecily Moore, while also meeting Trisha Anderson and her unfaithful husband Pete. Wealthy couple Devin and Joaquin Wolfson, blue-collar workers Gwen and Marcus, and isolationist Emerson Flint. That night, a blizzard knocks out all power in Beaverfield, forcing the residents to take refuge in a lodge owned by Janine Sherman. The power outage occurs right before Trisha's dog is killed by an unknown assailant, which increases tensions in the town. Further conflict arises when Finn discovers that all Beaverfield's generators were sabotaged and the body of Janine's missing husband, Dave, is underneath the lodge's porch. The residents attempt to barricade themselves in the lodge for safety, but Pete has his hands bitten off by the same unknown assailant. Environmentalist Dr. Jane Ellis, an opponent of the pipeline, concludes that the assailant is a werewolf who is one of the lodge's current inhabitants. After announcing her findings, Dr. Ellis dies in front of Parker under ambiguous circumstances. Parker claims she committed suicide. Those remaining in the lodge initially consider staying together to force the assailant out of hiding, but ultimately all but Finn and Cecily leave for their homes. However, with tensions having reached a boiling point in Beaverfield, the residents begin to kill each other. After nearly all the townsfolk are killed, 
Finn is attacked by Parker, who claims Finn is the werewolf because he worked in locations where previous attacks occurred. Finn counters that there is no werewolf and Parker is responsible for the paranoia gripping Beaverfield. Parker gains the upper hand against Finn, but a dying Joaquin manages to kill him. Okay, folks, here comes the spoilers for the twist at the end, so stop listening if you don't want it spoiled. While Finn and Cecily recuperate in the town's bar, Finn learns that Dave was Beaverfield's previous mail carrier. He then realizes that Cecily is the werewolf. Confronted by Finn, Cecily acknowledges that she turned the residents against each other to make feasting on them easier. She subsequently attempts to kill Finn in her werewolf form, but Finn defeats her with the help of Emerson. Still alive, Cecily makes a final effort to attack Finn and Emerson before Janine finishes her off with a crossbow. We'll take a short break here, and I'll be back to tell you my thoughts on the film. And I am back. The movie stars Sam Richardson as Ranger Finn Wheeler. You may have seen him on Veep as Richard Splett. He's been in a lot of stuff recently. His career is on the rise, and I really like him. He's a very funny, talented guy. And Cecily Moore, the fake mail carrier, is played by Milana Vaintraub, who you may have seen on the AT&T commercials, playing Lily Adams. Don't know why a commercial character has a last name, but there you go. She's been playing it for several years, so I guess at some point her last name came out. It's got an 85 on Rotten Tomatoes. Did I say that already? I believe I mentioned the budget already. So, werewolf movies are among my favorite of the street-level monster as opposed to the kaiju monster. I love werewolf movies. Everything from The Wolfman to American Werewolf in London to the Ginger Snap series to this movie. Uh, Cursed with Christina Ricci is also one of my favorite werewolf movies. I quite like the... Red Riding Hood one they made a few years ago. The Beast Must Die was a favorite of mine from childhood that used to catch that on the afternoon movie. <laughs> Back when you didn't have a choice about what to watch, you, you, your choice was limited. You had a TV schedule in front of you, a physical paper TV schedule, and you would flip through it and see what was coming up. And you'd have to tune into that channel at that time to watch it. Yet somehow we still managed to see shows. So, uh, I really like a good werewolf movie, and this is a good werewolf movie. It's funny. Everybody in it is delightful. I really liked Sam and Milana's, uh, Finn and Cecily's developing relationship. It looked like they were heading towards a romance. The summary didn't mention this girlfriend that Finn has. He has just left town to come to this new job in this new town, and she has stayed behind. And he tries to talk to her on the phone several times, but he's having bad reception. And Cecily points out to him that, dude, you're broken up. He thinks he's just having a long-term relationship and that this time apart will be good for the relationship. But Cecily's like, no, dude, you're broken up. And uh, it looks like they're developing a cute little romance, but uh, she's really just stringing him along because she's a freaking werewolf. So what are you going to do? But it's really great to see Milana in something outside of a commercial. She is beautiful and charming and I think has a great career ahead of her. If she can just get more things like this 
outside of the world of commercials. And as I mentioned, Sam Richardson's been a lot of stuff lately, and he is also just charming and delightful. He's a very funny guy. I really enjoy his performance. Uh, I do want to point out we have in the movie a case of Chekhov's throwing axe. The local bar they go to, rather than a dartboard, has a axe wall and a big rack full of throwing axes. And they, the bar apparently is closed for the season, but Cecily has the keys. She really has the keys because she killed the mail carrier and stuffed him in a closet. But she claims that the owners, I don't know who the owner actually is, but she claims because I delivered the packages, the owners let me in here. But I think she just took the keys off of the dead guy. And so during the big fight with the werewolf at the end, the throwing axes come back into play. But they end up not being what finishes her off, as uh, I read a moment ago. But it's still, it was, you know, so throwing axes in the beginning, so you got to use the use those throwing axes by the end of the movie. So good job there with the Chekhov's throwing axe. I am going to give this movie four out of five pumpkins. It's really funny. Everybody in it is really talented. I think it's going to become one of my favorite Halloween movies, one of my favorite werewolf movies. So if you haven't seen it, well, if you haven't seen it, I've just spoiled the whole damn thing. But I think it's still worth a watch because just hearing me describe it is not the same as watching it. As I mentioned before, I've got a number of guest hosts still scheduled uh, including Honeybee herself will be back soon. And we are going to culminate this entire journey with Halloween Kills, if I haven't mentioned it before. Halloween Kills is in theaters now, and it is also available on Peacock if you have either of the paid versions of Peacock. That's the NBC streaming service. So you don't have to leave your home. And, you know, you could just sign up for the free trial of Peacock and then cancel it. Watch the movie. Cancel your free trial. It's only about five bucks a month anyway. That's cheaper than the price of a movie ticket. I had, we still have, uh, so I rearranged things a little bit on the printed schedule because of timing. So we still have uh, a couple Candyman movies coming. Benny Loves You, Tales of Halloween, a Scream Marathon, new Scream movie coming out in January. Ginger Snaps, we're going to do all three of those with my buddy Kiki. And then we will do wrap things up with Halloween from 1978, Halloween from 2018, and finally, as I said, Halloween Kills. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are enjoying the show, please like it, subscribe to it, rate it review it apple itunes seems to be the main place that you want to have good reviews that's the main podcasting the most popular podcast listening service so even if you don't normally listen to this on itunes you can go there and leave us a review so far we've got 10 and they're all five stars it'd be great if we can keep that up if you've got the time actually leave us a written review and, of course, you can email us. Tell me what your favorite werewolf movie is. MonsterMovieFuntimeGo at gmail.com. You can leave a voice message, and we will probably play it on the show. 
anchor.fm slash mmftg. Leave a voice message there. Thank you for tuning in to this very short one-person episode. As always, I will not see you, but you will hear me next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go.